Hello and welcome to another episode of Dig Me Out. I'm your host, Tim Minichi, and joining me for our wrap-up of Season 3 on Episode 155, as always, Mr. Jason Ziak. Jay, we have made it through another year. They said it couldn't be done, but we did it. I don't know who they is. Are. We're here, Jay. We've done three years. Do you think we'd make it this far? <laughs> no, it never, never crossed my mind that it would be possible that we could do this for three years. It, it seems like three months, honestly. That's... Like I, I think preparing for this show, thinking back, like what we reviewed this year, I was pulling albums in my head that we'd reviewed last year when I went through and actually looked. <laughs> chronologically realized oh that doesn't qualify uh that was actually two years ago so it goes fast man time flies when you're having fun and uh, we're having a lot of fun on this show as everybody can probably tell uh we've got our tuxes on and our in our uh in our end of the year new year's celebration is going we got the champagne out and we are uh getting ready to, to ring in 2014 Lots of stuff going to be happening next year. We'll get to that uh, later. But, uh, you know, it's a tradition on this show. We like to do a couple of things. One is we like to say thank you to everyone who has uh, been a guest on the show. We had a lot of great guests, Jane. Going back when I was looking through everybody who was on the uh, show this year, uh, it was kind of like uh, we got we got to hit a lot of people that we were, you know, we really wanted to have on the show for a couple of years. Um, that includes Aaron Perino of The Sheila Divine. Uh, and Happy Chichester of Holland Maggie, two bands that you know we were both big fans of, and we were we were influenced by, I think, in a lot of ways, um, in our own uh, uh, career as a uh, careers as musicians. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, we also had on Tim Stewart of Scream Feeder joined us from Australia, thanks to a, a suggestion that we got, which we'll get to later. Um, we had an entire band on. Last year we had three fifths of a band. This year we had an entire band. We had the, everybody from Lotion on. Jay, that was Bill and Jim Ferguson, Rob Youngberg, and Tony Zajkowski. Um, we were joined by uh, Jeff Robbins of Orbit, Glenn and Glenn Phillips and Dean Dinning of uh, Told the Wet Sprocket, and of course we had on uh, once again this year Andy Darer of the Andy Darer Show from that podcast, and then from another podcast we had on. Tom Mullen from Washed Up Emo to talk about the uh, Jimmy Eat World album. And then finally we had uh, Mr. Eric Grubbs, author of Post. Very good book you should check out. We have a link to that on our on our website now. I added a page for books because we've had so many authors on the show. Figured why not give some some of the authors some pub. So uh, all, the, all the authors we've had on, you can go check out their books through our website. So Jay, any of those uh, interviews stand out for you that we did this year? Uh... Well, the Aaron Perino one was fun. He's just a he's just a funny guy. You know, he's a good sense of humor, and mm-hmm. um, he just had a good time. You could tell he had a good time doing it. Um, and he just he's a music nerd like us, at, right? At, at the core of what he is. Uh, it was fun listening to the Happy Chichester one, obviously, because uh, you know we have so much history uh, with that band, and just kind of you know watching them go from. Sp- you know, big to small, the big to small. So, at least relatively. So that was fun. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of interesting things that came out in that. 
Yeah, and then we got to thank, of course, all of our donors this year. This is the first year that we decided to do the the, the payola. We did the uh, requested review for uh, a donation, and we got 18. We, we slotted for 25, and we got 18. Honestly, the fact that we got more than one is astounding to me. I did not expect people to actually pay for it, but you helped us get out of debt, which is an amazing thing. We were previously, you know, each year to host the podcast and pay for our uh, our Skype subscription so we can make overseas calls and to, uh, you know, keep the Dig Me Out URL under check and all the little things that go along with uh, running the podcast. We've been paying for that out of pocket and we don't mind, but, you know, we figured if we could generate a few bucks to help cover that, you know, we're not looking to retire off of Dig Me Out, and there's no possible way we could ever do that. But. What? Yeah, I'm Wait sorry, Jim. The 401k has not kicked in yet for uh, Dig Me Out. I'm sorry. You have to, you have to get that Wait elsewhere. But we have a lot of people to thank. Uh, we need to thank uh, Matthew Slightholm. We need to thank David Weisberg. Ali. I'm going to screw up his last name again because I screwed it up before. As a dean, uh, Peter Hirsch, Austin Hall, Scott Russell Hallgrim, Kim Bowie, Eric Peterson, Eric Alexei, and then the two titans of the 2013 th- season, Mr. Gavin Reed, who made three uh, very solid picks, and then the man who challenged us like no man has ever before, Mr. David Gorgos, who, who, who launched five volleys into our court and which we returned serve as best we could. They were some challenging records. There were some interesting records. There were some things that we struggled with, but that's what made this year so special uh, in terms of our listeners taking part in the show. Uh, without a doubt, I think this was the absolute best year we've had as far as listener suggestions go. In fact, Jay, and I don't know how, how you've turned out on this, we do our traditional end of the year where we pick five of our favorite songs that we we didn't really know before, but now we you know they're our favorite songs, and then we pick our favorite record that we review. Every single one that I picked came from a listener review this year. Um, you know, I haven't done the math on that, but I did feel like as I was doing the uh, the picks. Now we both focused on, and to be clear, we both focused on top fives that uh, were discoveries, and we both focused right. on a record that was a discovery. So that mm-hmm. kind of. Uh, you know, took out at least half of the, the records that we reviewed because I think you you know we we were somewhat we were familiar enough with them that they weren't you know really discovery true um so let me see here one two I think yeah, maybe two or three of these you have to tell me as I go through them sure remind me if they were uh, listener requests or not but uh, I did feel like we got I agree with you I felt like we got the best crop of uh, suggestions this year both. You know things that were you know, challenging, but in I think valuable to dig up and talk about, and stuff that was um, just didn't know existed and ended up being great. Yeah, you know, total lost gem. So, well, as we mentioned uh, when we kicked off this season, uh, there's going to be a little prize pack that's going to go to uh, it's a thank you pack we're calling it uh, to the to one of our uh, suggestors. Um, a question was asked if it was by person or by suggestion and uh, in going back and, and checking the videotape on all that uh, it's by suggestion each each suggestion so in this case it's sort of like the NBA lottery because uh, 
Uh, David Gorgos is in for five picks, and uh, Gavin Reed's in for three. So <laughs> he they got tanked. The, so they got the heavy. Uh, yeah, he tanked the season so that he could get the uh, he could have the best shot at drafting uh, Patrick Ewing here. <laughs> and uh, and uh, so what's going to happen is at, towards the end of the podcast, I have all eighteen picks with the name associated with each pick on a piece of paper folded up. I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot video of this so everybody can see it. At the end of the episode, I'm going to throw them in a can. I'm going to shake that can around, and then I'm going to pick one name out. And they're going to win. This is what they're going to win, Jay. This is this is some amazing stuff. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. They're going to win a copy of my book. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's that's a given. All right, I wrote a book called What's Power Ballad. What's your book? Ballad. It's called Power Ballad, A Definitive Guide to Hard Rock Softer Side. Okay. They're going to win a copy of the new Toad the Wet Sprocket album that was graciously given to oh, us nice. by uh, the management and when they were on a guest on the podcast. They're going to um, win 30 copies of every Stepford 5 record yeah. <laughs> that, I, that I just dug out of my basement as I was moving. Yes. If, if you want, you can have a, a copy or 7 or 15 of every uh, Stepford 5 release. Uh. No, uh, what you're going to win is the Ken Stringfellow... Danzig in the Moonlight solo album. Uh, that was a, a copy of the other album from last year. We interviewed Ken Stringfellow last year. Great interview. Uh, very long, but well mm. worth it. And uh, he, they sent us a copy of their record, so I'm going to pass that along. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay it forward, and our winner is going to take that home. Also last year, we talked to Joe Ostrike of Watershed. He had a book out uh, called Hitless Wonder. Excellent book. You're not going to win that book. I suggest you go get it, but you're not going to win it. What you are going to win is the album that we reviewed. We reviewed the album Star Vehicle. Well, I have that album on CD, and you're going to win that album. You're going to take my copy of Star Vehicle. <laughs> How cool is that? Wow, it's generous. Very nice. Well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm chipping in here. I'm chipping in some stuff. Now, Jay, I have to ask you, the Dig Me Out t-shirts, are those still up on yeah. Zazzle? <laughs> yeah, I didn't take them down. I think we just aren't liking to them. Excellent. But so think, what you're going to do they're is, still there. well, if they are still there, you're going to win your own T-shirt, and you're going to pick what size you want. We're not going to like throw a small at you if you're a, a gentleman who might require a medium or a large. You're going to pick. You're going to tell us your size, and you're going to win a Dig Me Out T-shirt. So you get a book, three CDs, and a T-shirt. Jay, you know what else they're going to get? What? They're going to oh, get a free review next year. They're going to get to pick oh, nice. an album for us to review next year. You know what they're going to get, Jay? What? They're going to get to pick an album for the 2015 season. They're going to get to pick an album every year going forward, as long as we're on the year on the on the air or or being or podcasting, whatever you want to say. From now until eternity. If eternity ends at the end of next season, then that's it. You get one year. If we go for 50 more years, every year, this person's going to get one pick per year. Very cool. We'll find out who's going to win at the end of this episode. First, we're going to do our top fives, and we're going to do our album pick of the year. Jay, let's start with you. Your number five song for the 2013 season. Number five is Dart by Scream Feeder. Are you shitting um, me? I have the same thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the same. That's crazy. Oops.
know, it's it's been fun to go back and uh, and listen to the records that we reviewed to see what kind of holds up now that you've got um, a little bit of time on, in some of the cases of these, and then uh, just some more competition in there when you got to try to weed through, like, okay, which of these is really still resonating with me? Because I think we can kind of, you know, when you focus on a record for a while, you can kind of um, fall in love with it a little bit, and and it's always fun to see when you go back if you still like it as much. Um, Really, I think I like this song even more now than I did when I reviewed the, re- reviewed the record. Um, the thing that's weird, weird about it, though, is that maybe you, since you picked it too, you can tell me. Uh, it sounds a lot like a song that we our band had called Foot Soldier. Oh, that guitar uh, the, riff? The guitar riff is very similar, which is funny because obviously we had ne- their song came out first and we had never even heard of this band. So. But, well, the uh, accents are in a slightly different place. Yeah, but it's a similar kind of riff. Yeah, and, it is a similar uh, I don't, riff. I don't know if it's... I, I love the song. I love the female-male vocal. I love the riff. I love the... There's a weird, like, uh, accent or timing that goes on. And there's some, like, turnarounds and things that happen in it mm-hmm. rhythmically that are that I really love. Um, super memorable, you know, up-tempo. Uh, Sing-songy that's, chorus. That's, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it reminded me of like Pretty Girls Make Graves, uh, their first record. And uh, oh yeah, um, I, yeah, that was that was a standout track on on that one. And it was good to have Tim Stewart on uh, from Scream Feeder to talk to us about it. And uh, we got to thank Gavin Reed because he was the uh, he was the guy who uh, picked it for us. So uh, Jay, why are you messaging me during the show? You're making because now that beep's gonna show up. Oh, that's all right. It's, yeah, it's the link to the Zazzle page. Okay, so uh, there's four different T-shirts. You get to pick one of the four different T-shirts. That's what I'm telling everybody now, since Jay just uh, confirmed that the T-shirts are still available. Uh, and we will purchase that T-shirt for you and send it along with the, uh, the various things you're going to win. So, uh, we both had number five, uh, Scream Feeder Dart. Wow, that's I wonder, if, wonder what we're going to have for number four. Jay, what's your number four pick? Uh, number four, I have Shazam by Spider Bite. Good pick. Is that your number four? No, but it's there's okay. gonna be a there's gonna be a spider bait. Because uh, that would got weird. Yeah. unexpected song like never based on what this band was called what the album cover looked like what the first track sounds like never would have expected this song to be on this record um it doesn't even sound like a song from the 90s um it's got a very like set late early 70s late 60s like uk glam sound to it Mm -hmm. Uh, um really distinctive um guitar tones and um super catchy just really fun like a lot well, for number one, it, and these are all songs like when they come up, I don't, you know, I don't skip them. I like right. Speakers. That's a good pick. You might be hearing from it later. I'll just say that. Uh, my number four pick is Lotion and their song, The New Timmy. 
Uh, obviously, I'm going to pick this one because it has my name in it. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. But also because it's got a great guitar riff in it. Um, really cool song. I remember uh, when we reviewed it, when we talked to the guys in the record, I was a big fan of this song. Just good up-tempo, weird timing uh, in that song with the with the guitar riff and the rhythm section. Um, has a almost like an early emo-ish feel to it, I guess you'd say. But uh, do you, Jay, do you remember that track? Uh, don't recall it off the top of my head, no. Yeah, okay. go back and listen. I, I would. I went back and you know checked some of these out and uh, the ones that I knew that I liked and this was a, this was one that I was happy to go back and return to. So uh, number three, Jay, take it away. Three, I have "Shut Up" by Throneberry. Oh, this one, even though I I knew the band name and you know maybe had the record, I really wasn't very familiar with this record at all. Um, so I felt like it was it was a it was a discovery. Um, maybe not as much as, as like a scream feeder spider bait, which I'd never heard of before, but still, uh, ended up liking this record quite a bit. And this is one of the songs that I think stood out for me. Um, love the swagger of it. It's got a nineties kind of cool, like, um, you know, interesting layered guitar thing and some angst to it, but, um, it's just got a really cool, uh, swagger to it and really cool feel. And, uh, I think the vocal on this song is really, really strong as well. And, you know, it's one of the, uh, I think, more melodic and, and singable songs on the record as well. Well, I appreciate that pick, Jay, because that was a, that was an album that I actually selected. So uh, appreciate you uh, giving me, uh, you know, my props there. <laughs> Finally, uh, after three years. After three. I don't think you've ever picked a, an album that I, I don't know. Uh, for my number three, I mentioned that all of mine are listener suggestions. So you know David Gorgos landing five suggestions. He was going to get one of these in here, at least. So my number three song is from Eric's Trip, the album Love, Tara. And it's Anytime You Want. It's uh, an early track on a very long record. It's very reminiscent to me of early uh, Super Chunk. It's up-tempo. It's fast, melodic. It's got the boy-girl vocal going on together. Uh, it's only a minute and 18 seconds long, so it's not too long doesn't doesn't uh, you know stay at the party too long and it's just it's a good fun up tempo track In going back and revisiting that record, I forgot how much of that record actually was up tempo and had some, you know, beef behind it. Whereas a lot of the record I thought was more four track acoustic in the bedroom type sounding stuff. Whereas actually, there's quite a bit that they um, they cranked up the distortion on, and I think that's clearly the best song in the record. It's got the catchiest vocal uh, on the record, and I I really liked going back and listening to that one. So. Uh, J, number two mm-hmm. for you. Number two, uh, I have "You're Not a Seed" by Pond. Oh. Um, like that. I like this record overall. Um, I think there's some, you know, parts of it that are a little, 
little a little too challenging, but uh, this is one of those moments where you get this really like kind of jilted guitar sound, like at where you know it kind of sounds like it's a little bit off key, but still you know thick and and interesting. But then out of nowhere comes this really kind of um, interesting melody that you don't expect when the the intro of the song comes, and it's kind of a melancholy but still very interesting um, vocal melody that carries most of the song. And um, and the vocals on the, on the record and some of the other melodies are good on the record, but this is one that really stood out to me, you know, going back and listening to it that was uh, really unexpected. Not, not you know, from a, a band like this, you expect a little bit more from it to be more guitar-focused or drum-focused or bass-focused or... But, uh, for a song like this to really be uh, that reliant on a melody, particularly a vocal melody, was uh, was kind of uh, surprising to me to go back and listen. So, Good, good pick. That was just outside my top five, so that's a good pick. Uh, my number two is one that you already mentioned. It is Spiderbait and Shazam. Just a infectious 70s glam rock stomper that just... I don't know. If you don't like that song, you don't really like music, is all I got to say. I mean, that is just a fun, energetic, up-tempo rock song that reminds reminds me of like T-Rex or Slade or you know one of those bands from the glammy uh, 70s era, Bay City Rollers. I don't know. It's it's just got something about it that's just... And, the, and that record overall was a complete and, and total shocker in terms of... Uh, us both giving it a, a full album positive review, even though it had like 17 songs and there were some trip hop instrumentals, we still were mightily impressed by uh, what was uh, what was on that record. So, as I mentioned, uh, all my picks are uh, listener suggestions, and uh, I'm curious to say, or curious to to hear what your number one pick is, Jay. I think I have an idea, but I'm gonna let you go ahead and say it. Oh really? Yeah. Well, let's see. Do you think you know the the artist or the artist and the song? I think I know the artist. Okay. Uh, the song is "My Guitar" and the artist is "Jump Little Children." I got the artist right, but the song wrong. There you go. This the, that album has a lot of different uh, different kind of moods to it and aspects to it. This is probably among the more fun. Um, I love the intro, sort of the tribute to Queen, and just overall, you know, guitar showmanship and and they carry that through in almost like a Weezer kind of way. And in, in terms of it's a 
it's an up-tempo pop song that has some kind of chunky heavy guitar in it with some you know cool leads in it um just you can tell they're just having a lot of fun with it and but doing it in a way that's um you know still got a lot of musicianship to it tons of uh, melody very memorable very catchy um another one of those songs where um you know it comes on and i just crank it i love the drums on it too that's i think something we didn't talk about very much on that record but the the drums are are, are really good on that record and this is one of the songs where just mm-hmm. they're just slamming and you know just just heavy guitar sound for a i mean for a drum sound for a you know a uh you know a alternative rock record that's maybe not you know a heavy record or a metal record it's, it's still got particularly this song um really good performance well jay i think you uh i, I mentioned that all my picks are, are listener suggestions and i think you know where i'm going with my my number one it's crucifunken by uh Grunt truck <laughs> Whoa! Oh, no, wait a minute. Is this 2011? I just, uh, I just, I just fainted. <laughs> no, it's. I also picked "Jump Little Children." I picked a different song though. Uh, mm. I picked "Cathedrals," which oh. uh, I believe during that episode. I really struggled because there were so many good songs in the record. Uh, I actually was not today was my first thought, and then I listened to the record again. I was like, you know what? "Cathedrals" to me still sounds like a timeless track like it doesn't it does it's not of the 90s it's not of any particular era it's just this gorgeous orchestrated uh sort of mellow track towards the beginning of the record and i think it's like the fourth or fifth song and it's just it's just a gorgeous song and i think the fact that we both picked songs off of this record is a good indication of how strong the record is overall and i'm curious then uh from you um, Mm. where did your album discovery of the year go well i think we're uh showing our cards here um my favorite record of the year was favorite discovery was jump little children no idea this band ever existed and was totally blown away by this record um it just has so many different uh moods to it and different um emotions you know it can be sad like cathedrals it can be fun like my guitar it can be um you know there's some more love song kind of things going on there's some rock songs coming going on there's just about every emotion is on this record um kind of a unique format of a band in terms of you know there's cello and there's keys and and things but they somehow all those things come together in a way where you don't notice you're not constantly it's not constantly in your face that oh this band has a cello player or this band is using you know this instrument or that instrument um, it just all kind of comes together into a from for the most part a very full um rock band sound uh, or in a real sound i was really impressed the songwriting is great the, the performances are fantastic i think the vocal performance on this record is is uh, off the charts good. Um, the production is, is great. It sounds real, but it sounds big. Um, so I, don't, I can't say enough good things about that that record, and I'm glad that we got a chance to uh, discover it. It is it is a you? fantastic record, but it is not my number one record. Discover, Whoa! Discovery. I am I am about to uh, to throw a curveball because I did uh, not pick uh, a record. From which I picked a song. 
So I did mention that all my picks were listener suggestions. So that was that eliminates five of those. Let's leave 13 albums that we reviewed that could possibly be my number one. So and this and Jump Little Children, if there is a one, Jump Little Children was a one A. But there was another yeah. record that we reviewed this year that I was not familiar with, and I, I remember saying it at the time because it was kind of an embarrassment because it was a record that I should have known uh, going back uh, to the '90s, and it was a, it was a record that blew my mind. Continued listening to it, still blows my mind. That was suggested. We did it towards the early part of the year, uh, and that is Pony Express record by Shudder to Think. Mm. It's a tough toss-up between those two records, but Shudder to Think's um, take on post-hardcore and indie rock just is so original, and they are able to do so many different things on that record. The playing, the guitar playing, the drums, the bass, the vocal, everything is just... They're taking it in so many interesting directions, um, and yet staying melodic, uh, doing crazy things like playing one chord throughout an entire song and not changing it, like on X-Fresh T-shirt. Doing an amazing cover of the Atlantic, Atlanta Rhythm Section, So Into You, that literally blew my mind. My mind went out my ears and onto the wall. <laughs> um, that's just a front-to-back, just incredibly adventurous and interesting record. This has been a great year for listener suggestions. The fact that both of our number ones are listener suggestions, and the fact that um, I had to debate it, you know, against another fantastic album, and I could have honestly, you know, I would have considered the Spider Bait record in a, in a different year because that was such a good record, um, had so many good tracks. So, um, yeah, this is a fantastic year, and it's all thanks to our listeners. So um, I, I don't think that that's too much of a shock, me picking that record, Jay. Uh, it's a it's a pretty damn fine record. Yeah, I um, it was. Uh, I think you're probably in the same boat as me. I wanted to pick one of the songs for my top five. And I intended to do that, but it, it's a record. Like I feel like mm-hmm. with this band, like you need to be in the mood for it. And when you're in the mood for it, you want to experience the whole thing. And, yep. and as soon as you get into the you're, the state of, you know, absorbing this music, you know, you listen to one track and you start to, you know, get through all the layers of it. You kind of are in that mindset and you want to stay in that mindset and you want to finish the record. But it was really hard for me to pluck one one song out and do that. I was a little bit conflicted on, you know, did I know a record too much 
to qualify for this, so I kind of shied away from it. Right. Because I did know a couple of the songs. Um, but in terms of an overall discovery, I think it, it certainly qualifies. I had never spent um, quality time with it and frankly wasn't, I don't think I was ready to appreciate it, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, mm-hmm. like I am now. I think I'm just sort of <laughs> musically mature enough to understand and appreciate what's going on in it and even just patient enough to spend the time with it to uh, to peel back all the different layers and to you know, um, have it make sense. Yeah. I mean, there's still, you know, I'll bust it every once in a while now and still revealing itself in interesting ways. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, that's my number one. And, uh, Jay, I think we've waited long enough. Let's get to the selection of the, uh, winner of our prize pack for the year. Our thank you prize pack. So here's what I'm going to do. Just in case anybody's curious, I'm busting out my phone. I'm turning on the video, my camera, I'm going to videotape all this. So if anybody wants the video, I'll post it up on, uh, <laughs> on digmeoutpodcast.com. So here we go. So I here are our 18 selections folded nicely on my desk. I am scooping them up. All, almost all of them. Uh, what's going on with my phone? Oh, shit, the battery just ran out of my phone. All right, I will not be recording this video. Uh, <laughs> you guys are just going to have to this trust me. This is amazing. Me. All right, so I have thrown all 15. You hear that? That's the bucket. Those are the fifth, Those are the 18 entries we had for the year. Shaking it up, shaking it up. Now I'm putting my hand into the bucket. I have selected one. So... Our, our thank you gift for the 2013 season of Dig Me Out goes to, it goes to Mr. Gavin Reed. Nice. How about that? Mr. Gavin Reed will take home a, uh, a copy of the new Toad the Wet Sprocket, the Ken Stringfellow solo album, the Watershed Star Vehicle album, my book, and he will have uh, a, t- a t-shirt, a uh, Dig Me Out t-shirt. And he will also be receiving a free review once a year for the duration of this podcast. Uh, so congratulations to Gavin. Now I have to ship this to Australia, which will cost me money. <laughs> just thinking that. <laughs> so, uh, Could you pick some things that were lighter? Yeah. So Gavin, um, if you just want me to rip the MP3s and send them to you, I'll be happy to do so. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm I'm just kidding. That's, we have the money thanks to you. You're actually going to pay for the shipping uh, with your uh, with your donation. So, Gavin, make sure to uh, email us your address so we can send you your winnings. And of course, anybody who would like to make a suggestion for our 2014 season, feel free to go ahead and start doing so. We'll be uh, I believe I think we're going to just keep it at the same rate. I think that's the. Uh, the fair thing to do we don't you know the economy is as such well we don't want to uh unduly inflate the price of our uh of our suggestions i think that went well for us last year so uh donations are welcome for 2014 season starting now and now uh, i got a couple things to mention about a 2014 season because we got some exciting things that are going to happen uh we are aligning the dig me out brand 
with Radio IO. That I think I said that correctly. I said that correctly, didn't I, Jay? Radio IO. It's not ready. It's not radio. Radio. Radio IO. I believe this has. Or radio. Uh, they are an internet streaming radio service, home to a variety of programmings and uh, programs and and uh, music and whatnot. I think isn't Bubba the Love Sponge on there? That one there. Uh, one of their was shows? at some point. At some point. Anyway, we're going to be joining their lineup. They're going to be having a, uh, I guess, like an entertainment and music commentary channel um, for various music podcasts. And we're going to be joining that. And the fun thing about it is uh, they are currently streaming on Xboxes. So if you're on Xbox, you can tap into uh, Radio IO and you can listen to uh, their programming. And then we'll be joining them soon in the twenty in the year 2014. And then they're also... Uh, well, I don't know if I'm supposed to divulge this, but let's just say they're going to be in some cars. So if you're driving down the road and you own a particular brand of car, uh, I don't want to get ahead of them if they haven't signed their deals yet, but you'll be able to hear us. So uh, there's a lot of options coming for how you're going to be able to listen to Dig Me Out. Uh, and we'll, we'll obviously share those details as they become official and whatnot. We're still... Uh, we're still uh, nego- our lawyers are are all together negotiating <laughs> our deal. So uh, once that's all set, we will uh, we'll pass that information along. Um, as far as the podcast goes, uh, not a lot's going to change. We are going to uh, try to do something. I, I don't know how long we're going to stick with this, but we're going to give it a shot. Uh, we got some positive feedback when we did the uh, Victoria Williams benefit, um, sweet relief. Uh, people liked how we went track by track through the record together. You know, it was a little, little more um, coherent. <laughs> We're not bouncing around from song to song. Um, we actually, you know, have a back and forth instead of one of us talking for 20 minutes and then the other person talking for 20 minutes. So what we're going to try to do is, starting with the beginning of the year, we're actually going to go through each album track by track. And uh, not that we're going to spend 20 minutes on each song, but we're going to, you know, hit on each track, talk about know what we like, what we don't like, and a little bit more back and forth in our reviews than um, filibustering. Because as you know, Jay, the filibuster has now been overridden in the U.S. House of uh, Representatives and Congress and whatnot. So you cannot uh, filibuster the same way that you used to be able to. Uh, I have a simple majority that will overwrite. Yeah, did you know that? Harry Reid invoked the the nuclear option, and now a simple majority instead of the 60 necessary for the supermajority. I didn't know that. What took yes. that so long? Uh, what they've been waiting for? Well, now there's gonna be retaliation. You know, uh, so of course, yeah. has to like has ga- to, like gangs. Yeah, like gangs, basically. Um, uh, so we're gonna we're gonna do that. We're gonna try a different, little bit different format. And you know, the content's not gonna change. We got we've already got some uh, ideas of what we're gonna be doing album wise got the the beginning part of the year uh sort of straightened out or 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 picked out um got some good records we're going to try to hit some try to hit some bands this in the 2014 season that we've talked about for a long time we haven't actually gotten to one of those bands that you'll be seeing is uh catherine wheel we're going to get to a catherine wheel record this this season so it might not be the one that you're expecting us to pick but we're going to pick one and we're going to be doing it so that's going to be a goal this year is to hit on some of the records that we keep saying this sounds like this band this sounds like this band we always mention this band well we're going to talk about that band so you can guess what those bands are um the our postings during the week 
I'm going to be playing around with uh, what days we post what sorts of things. I, I kind of find it weird for us. It just sort of worked out this way that new releases come out on Tuesday, but I always post them on Thursday because the podcast comes out on Tuesday. So I might move that around in terms of when we actually post the new releases. I might do that on Monday as a preview for Tuesday. might move the podcast. How's that for a shocker? I might move it back a day, or I might move it up to Monday. I don't know. I'm crazy like that. <laughs> you out of control. I'm out of control. I'm drunk with power is what it is. Now that we've got this deal with Radio IO, I'm drunk with power. Yeah. Well, we did do some research on um, yeah, wait Facebook. Facebook and Twitter, basically social activity, um, when it peaks and when it is, at, you know, it's its lowest. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we talked about this a couple months ago. <laughs> Essentially, when we're promoting, posting the show and promoting it is the worst time to be posting and promoting things on yes. social media. Like Tuesdays are like, the, they are the valley. So right. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing in terms of there's not a lot of stuff, other stuff going on, but... Uh, why do we pick Tuesdays? Just like new well, release Tuesday tradition? Yeah, it was new release Tuesday, so I thought, well, we're a music podcast. We should be released on the same day that new music comes out. Yeah. Um, but in, you know, trying to organize the, uh, now that we have a, very, a fairly set schedule in terms of what we do each week, which, you know, that could change too. One of the things I'm going to change this year, I've been doing uh, the video flashbacks on Wednesday. What I would like to do is correlate the video flashback with the with the album that we're reviewing that week. So, like when we re- we we already announced that we're going to be doing our, our first episode for 2014 is going to be uh, Super Drag, and we're going to be doing um, not first episode. It's, it's a what did I say? Sorry, it's uh, Remy Zero. Second out al- second release is going to be Super Drag, but the the first one is Remy Zero. Uh, their second album, Villa Lane. There's a video for the song Prophecy. We're going to be posting that the same week. So basically, there's going to be like a little bit more of a tie-in to the episode that we're reviewing. And what I was thinking I would do is I would post the video the day before the episode to basically say, coming tomorrow is is Remy Zero. Here's the video from that album. Okay. You like that idea, Jay? Or you sure. think it's stupid? You can go ahead. You can veto me. You're half the podcast. You have you have, you can filibuster video, you know, simple majority. Oh, man, I'm along for the ride here. Okay. So that's my thought. That's my plan. And my plan is going to be put into action this year. So, And other things might happen, too. You never know. We're crazy like that. Uh, like, crazy like a couple uh, ninjas. Other things. Other things. Uh, I can tell you that for the 2014 year, if you donate, we will also uh, be giving away something at the end of the year. Uh, hopefully something better than my book and um, some CDs. Uh, hopefully we'll come up with even a better... Uh, maybe what we'll do is some sort of a uh, a getaway. Like, we'll we'll send you on a vacation. What? I I don't know. What are you talking about? A dig to me your up. house? Yeah, to my house. You can <laughs> hang out in my basement and, and watch me record the show with Jay. How's that? Please don't take me up on that. You have a couch down there. I do have a couch. I have a basement now, and I have a couch, so you can sleep on it. Maybe you could do like an exchange program with Gavin. You could go to. Um, I don't think his, it, uh, his resort. It's Oasis and his resort in Australia, and hey, you come sit in your basement. Gavin, do you want to leave your resort, a beachfront <laughs> property, and stay in my basement in Columbus, Ohio, in uh, where it's 19 degrees? If that sounds good to you. 
please donate. No, I'm just kidding, Gavin. You're welcome anytime to visit that you happen to uh, cross this great nation of ours. Well, that was weird. So I think, Jay, it's a good time to wrap up our 2013 season. It's the moments before the new year. The ball's getting ready to drop. The champagne is running dry, uh, running out. It's supposed to be dry. It's champagne. Um, so uh, I think we need to put a bow on this one. And uh, I just want to say thanks to everyone who listened. Thanks to everyone who donated. Thanks to everyone who came onto the show this year. Uh, we could not have done it without you. Any last words, Jay? No. Thanks for everybody for listening. Thanks for your support. Thanks for those who uh, paid for requests. That's awesome. And uh, let's make next year even better. Let's find some new music that's 20 years old. That's the uh, that's the goal of this show, folks. We You find them. We'll uh, help you dig them out, and we'll uh, listen to them, and we'll do the whole thing we do. So, for Jay, I am Tim, and we'll be back next year with another episode of Dig Me Out. Dig me out.